Good evening. Welcome to Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. And I'm Shannon. And tonight's topic is Goodbye 2020. Oh. Welcome 2021. Very soon. Yes. Unless Jesus comes back. Yeah, here we sit at the end of this year. I know it's uh, being discussed a lot about how terrible this year has been. I can't say that for sure. It's It's been a challenge. It's been difficult. We've had our challenges, but... Um, God is still on the throne, and things have not changed so much that we would say, I would say it was a terrible year, a wasted year, because some really neat things happened in addition. Yeah. I just opened my, my journal, and this is actually not from the whole year. This is just from, let's see, when I started it, October. So it's only been the last couple of months. I, I, um, this is from Eugene Peterson probably from his message devotional Bible. Prophets use words words to remake the world. Micah used words not simply to define or identify what can be seen, touched, smelled, heard, or tasted, but to plunge us into a world of presence. To experience presence is to enter that far larger world of reality that our sensory experiences point to, but cannot describe. The realities of love and compassion, justice and faithfulness, sin and evil, and God, mostly God. And you know, when I think of 2020, I think, I know there have been people who have gotten closer to Jesus because of this, mm. because uh, a lot of things, like in in March when our whole world shut down, and there were so many things that we couldn't do anymore, the things that matter really stuck out. I think people this year, one good thing is that I think majority of people have learned to really appreciate their family and their friends and how important those connections are and that's what God made us to be to have he made us to be interconnected to interdependent you know not to be solo people unless you're going to sing a solo I guess but not to be a cowboy independent cowboy doing your own thing all the time but that we need each other and we yeah. see that I, I don't know what I don't I didn't look up any statistics but I know there's a lot of discouraged people in nursing homes. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are in the midst of all this pandemic stuff that's going on that have lost, feel a loss of connection. <clears throat> but I think in the midst of that happening, we've also got more people that are making intentional connections. Yes, um, intentional. That are intentionally trying to stay in contact with people more than they would normally and check on people more than they would normally. I'm hoping and that's more, a blessing. I'm hoping more people are writing letters. Yeah. I would say, if you think about something you can do that really makes a difference in 2021, write a few letters. Write one just once a month. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's kind of a lost art form. There's not a lot of people that do it anymore. Uh, it's so easy to send them a text message or an email or something. But getting that paper in the mail with someone's handwriting it is that's very special still i think uh one of my hopes for this upcoming year is that uh we get some civility back in our world um there's been so many oh so many things whether it's individual situations or whether it's movements or whether it's um the media and politics and all those things we have forgotten to be kind to each other. Yeah. We've forgotten how to just uh, listen without having a, an agenda in our listening. Or we forgot how to listen to people with the intention of understanding them, no matter whether they agree with us or not, and got more into this role of just baiting people and trying to get them to say something we can use against them or something like that. And I would really love to see that come back 
um, that civility and that, um, I don't know exactly what you would call it even, but there's just, we're missing some of that in our world. I just turned to another page in my journal, and for some reason I have a lot of great quotes on here. Okay. I think they all, David Roper, David H. Roper says, just out of the three's company, the Ropers. <laughs> David H. Roper says, We matter because we're deeply, eternally loved by the God who made us. No, we matter because we matter to God. And then, uh, this is from a Denise Levertov poem, Common day, precious to me, there's nothing else to grasp. And then Tristan Gooley, oh, Tristan Gooley, he is... Uh, like an environmental archaeologist, or I'm, I'm not sure, but he, he's, we're reading a book, Hawk and I are reading a book, How to Look at the Signs of Nature, and so this is where this comes from, How to Read the Signs of Nature, it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. He said, and he's talking about nature, but this could be in people too, if you take the little time necessary to seek out the stories, mm-hmm. you will be greatly rewarded. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I think... Uh, we learn so much about God and people when we hear what they're saying. I have a, a yeah. request for you for 2021. Uh-oh, this is live. Jane, um, when Hawk, we're is, recording. Hawk is 21 years old right now. And Jane has read to him his entire life, every single day. Um, and you guys read a lot of books. Yes, we do. And I would really like it if starting in 2021, mm-hmm. you keep track oh my. of how many books you read. Okay. How many books you read to Hawkins? Right now they're going through the collected plays of Shakespeare. All comedies. Of the comedies. Just comedies. Yeah, we all went the, the comedies. Went through a lot of those tragedies. I was tired of people dying and killing each other. So, so we went to the comedies. So I am, uh, because I'm home recovering right now, and um, I get a chance to hear Jane reading Shakespeare to Hawkins. I love it. I love listening to Jane read it. Um, I will say. So I, I would love to see yeah. you keep track. Okay, I how many books you read and see what read. we read. Yeah, and then, oh, this is a good one for each and every one of us. And I think it this the the truth of this verse has been brought out so much in this year, twenty twenty. Help us to remember that our days are numbered. Help us to interpret our lives correctly. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts, so that we may accept your correction. Psalm ninety verse twelve. Hmm. And our days are numbered. We Shannon lost, or we too, but his stepmom died from COVID. I think we said that the last time. But um, his dad's still in the hospital. Shannon is going to be on oxygen for a while. And uh, But uh, our son, Hawk, was sick. Um, and I know a lot of people who are listening to this, they probably know someone who died this year, maybe not from COVID, but maybe from something else. And we all know our days are numbered. And... We aren't promised tomorrow. And I would like to add to that, too. I think um, what I would like to add is that one of the things that I really experienced this year, especially going through what I did and being in the hospital and everything, um, prayer is a powerful thing. Yeah. And when people are praying for you, you can feel it. You know it. It was really an encouragement to me when I was in the hospital to to know how many people were praying for me. There was a lot of people out there that were praying, and, and it has a it has a very 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 positive effect. And I would encourage you, if you know of anyone that is in any challenging situation, to pray for them, and also, if you can, let them know you're praying for them yeah. because that does have a very positive effect. I um, 
Okay. Hey, look, I've got a real plug this time. Okay. Uh, for something, I put together a little book, and it will be on Amazon. I think it's on the Kindle store already, but it's called uh, Let's Do This Thing, uh, a Bible thing for people who are having a hard time, I can't remember the second part, who either have a hard time getting into the Bible regularly or just don't like to read, because I know there are people out there who don't like reading. Yeah. And so what it is, it is, uh, and if you contact us, I can... uh, uh, maybe on my website I'll have copies for sale. It's it, it's like five dollars, and I th- I'm hoping it's just one verse a day, one prayer a day, and from each book of the Bible. For, she yeah, went you, through the book. The, every she went through the Bible and took one verse out of each out of, out each, of each book. Yep, and we start in Genesis and in Revelation, and it's one verse from the first chapter of that book. And, and I, if, I, as a pastor, I'm always encouraging people to. Uh, Read their Bibles more. Read their Bibles more. And sometimes you feel like you're pounding your head against a wall when you say that. But I, I also understand, and we this came out of discussions that she and I have had, um, that a lot of people don't read anymore, mm-hmm. which I think is just an absolute travesty because I love to read. Jane loves to read. We try and put that into our kids to read. Um, Jane reads a lot more than I do, but... but uh, I get a lot more time at home. But uh, even when I'm working, I'll read two, three, four books a week. I just, I love to read. and uh, But I know that there are people that don't. So in encouraging people to get into the Word, it, it might be something that has to come in pieces. So that's... And that's okay. That's what we're doing here, yeah. And something else that I've been thinking about, because I we are our church... And I uh, recommend this to anyone. If you're in a small church and your church doesn't do this, maybe you could start it. But we um, write down a prayer list every week, and then um, we share it with the church on our... We have a Dupree message little group on Facebook. So I'll just send a, a picture of the prayer list, and then people can pray for it all week. And we do that every week now, and I just really enjoy it. And... And sometimes I think, oh, I'm not praying very good. It's just I say, you know, heal Shannon, Lord, and maybe say a few other words. Not much, but even prayer, you don't. Your prayers don't have to feel all emotional. They don't have to be super long. They don't have to do any of that. If you're talking to God, God is listening, and you don't have to feel like you have to be some super prayer warrior who's always on their knees and 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 i mean that's a good thing that's fine but wherever you are you can pray and i will tell you i typically i don't remember the last time i prayed while kneeling because that's hard on the knees you know i usually pray while i'm sitting or i pray while i'm doing something or i pray while i'm outside sitting and i sit a lot it seems that's not good for you by the way uh but i wanted to say that prayers this goes back, and I'm, I know we've mentioned this a few times, but, um, you know, in 2013, we had uh, our almost 12-year-old daughter, Maggie, die. And before the funeral, I just kind of wrote something out. I felt led to write this thing, and I do have it somewhere. I think it's even on my website. I don't know where it is, but um, about if what Maggie would tell us um, from heaven and one of the things that came out when I wrote, because I didn't know what I was going to write, I just let my hand go. Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, then it was God, and he kind of led you, and he might have, because I, I really don't know. But one thing I got out of that when I wrote when I read wrote it down was 
it was like I heard Maggie say, this is what I wrote down, Mom, I can see Hawkins' prayers. And that is biblical, okay? Because uh, Revelation 5, 8 says, And when he had taken the book, he's Jesus, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, having each one a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. So actually these creatures, these the message translation calls them the animals because they have animal faces, and but they're talking and, and, and the elders. And elders. The <clears throat> elders and the creatures are each holding a golden bowl, and inside the bowl are the prayers of the saints. So even if you pray, you are creating something, in a sense, when you pray. I mean, you didn't make... Those prayers go up to heaven, and, and whether they feel powerful or not, they are powerful. And if you don't know what to pray, the, the Bible says that you know the Holy Spirit understands the groaning of, of your mm-hmm. heart. And just do what you can to communicate with God, to sit with God, and to talk to Him. Because I think that's really what it is. It's a conversation that you're having with God about the things that are important to you. And as that happens, um, you will see a change. Things will change for you. I'm going to have to do one on prayer coming up. I think we did, but we can do another one. As we're as yeah. we're going as we're talking about twenty twenty now. Oh yeah, um, twenty twenty. Oh, I've got a Mark Twain quote. One of the things that oh. happened in twenty twenty is um, fear became um, the palatable to everybody. Yeah. Everybody yeah. started to feel fear, whether it was over the economy or over politics or violence or um, there were so many things. Or COVID. Yeah, COVID is another one. The pandemic is another one that causes a lot of fear. I did not live in fear of that. Uh, respect, but not fear. And for whatever reason, I was the one that got it in our family. Um, and it hit me really hard, although why, I don't know. I don't know if any doctor could tell you why it hits one person, not another. But in the midst of all these things and the effects of all these things, there's a lot of people that that shuttered them away, themselves away in fear. Um, a lot of businesses were lost. A lot of jobs were lost. A lot of unknowns. Um, I can tell you as a teacher, teaching in this time when their kids are in school, out of school, in school, out of school, um, is really, really hard. And I, I am concerned about uh, the kids that are growing up in the school at this point in time. Um, some of them are missing are probably a year or two years behind where they should be and some of their core skills and some of their core classes. and So, you know, down the road, these kids are going to probably struggle a little bit and we're going to have to work our way through that. And believe me, every teacher out there that uh, is working in a a school is trying to figure out how to do these things, how to get them there, how how to backtrack and fix things. You know, this last year... We talked about at the end of the year of what we needed to do to try and get them back on track, and then this year has been goofy too. So it's it's changed a lot of things. It's put us a little more dependent on uh, technology and electronics and things like that. The kids are developing more skills that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it has forced um, the an increase in accessibility on our reservation. I know for sure there's there's uh, communities that did not have free access to the Internet mm-hmm. that now are getting it so that mm-hmm. the kids can go to school. 
Um, there are some positive things coming out of it as well. But we just can't live in fear. I gotta, I'm going to read a little piece of Isaiah 40 yeah. here. Oh, yeah, please. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one calling in the, in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway to our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Hmm. I realize as I'm reading this now, a piece of that, um, yeah, verse 4, mm-hmm. is what uh, was used by Martin Luther King in his I Have a Dream speech. Every oh, valley right. should be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. Yeah, but I I just think um, I don't think that anything that we're dealing with here should be taken lightly. But on the other hand, we always have to remember that God is still on the throne. Jesus is still our Savior. The Holy Spirit is still dwelling within us, and there is there is no reason for us to panic over what a fallen world is, yeah. because it's not a surprise. We knew this was a fallen world. Things happen. Things. Things inexplicably happen all the time. And this pandemic is, the only difference is, is that it's a widespread situation. But yeah. God God loves you. Yeah. And my, my hope and my prayer for, for everyone is that this situation, these things that we're in, draw you closer to God. Mm-hmm. And you have the opportunity, whether it's because you're home and you're not normally home or whether it's because you have people that you're concerned about, uh, that you want to pray about. <clears throat> All of those situations should lead you closer to God. Yeah. I have a... Uh, uh, Go ahead. Verse Psalm yes. 114.8 says, mm. He splits open boulders and brings up bubbling water. Gushing streams burst forth when He is near. And I guess I wrote, read that because... You know, you're out, everything seems so dry, and God can actually bring water out of a rock. I mean, so his provision is amazing if we just trust him with our lives. And um, I'm not sure why. I I guess I brought that up because you were talking about the fear Hmm. and how things have changed. And I do not think uh, our world will go back to what it was prior to the pandemic. I mean... Life goes on, and things have changed. I mean, there's all right. sorts of things that have changed, even for the better. Like our our son who lives in Rapid City, turns out his company is taking out the office of that in that town because it's not their main office, and the employees get to stay at home and work from home because I guess their production productivity went up from being at home. And my our son is happy about that. He enjoys working from home. And also another good thing that happened with us is that in last March. Uh, we were so desperate to get fellowship that we started an online Bible study. And so we meet every Monday night or try. We had we did miss last week, but we meet every Monday night at 6.30. And it's just through Messenger. And it's just so much fun. There are some times I would rather just sit on the couch and maybe skip it. But that's the laziness. Because every time I'm there, I'm so glad we're doing it. Because I love every single person a part of it. And... Um, I know each one of you who are listening to this, 
could think of a handful at least of things that have been good about this year mm-hmm. that would never have happened if all the craziness hadn't happened. And um, yeah, it, it has been an upside down year. Things have been very odd, very, very strange. But um, life continues. And we continue to roll forward. I always think uh, in situations like this, I think about all oh, the the people in law enforcement, the people in hospitals, oh, yeah. the people that are working constantly, no matter what's going on, no matter how dangerous it is or what they're telling us, you shouldn't leave the house or you should do this or you should do that. And I also think about farmers. Mm-hmm. And no matter whether the year is wet or dry, they will farm. And people miss that sometimes they don't think about the guys that are doing that as long as the grocery the grocery store is full they don't really care Mm -hmm. um but this year this fall where we're at was a dry fall which is exactly what you want Mm -hmm. when you're in there combining and harvesting and last year was very wet and we had a lot of distressed farmers around here who hadn't been able to get their crops in their crops out of the field right some of them not until spring and this year was a blessing for them because they were able to get it all out uh, very quickly with very minimal um, wait time on it. And uh, the crops were dry and didn't have to be artificially dried in bins and stuff. And um, You know, it's, it's all in your perspective. What you want to feel like and what you want to see is what you're going to receive. Mm. And I think this year is a really good example of that for us because... Um, what you perceive is your reality, is what it mm. comes down to. But if you get into the Word and you see God's perspective on it, that changes things. I'm going to go back into Isaiah 40 yeah. here. Yeah, oh, I love that. Um, starting in verse 21, I'm just going to read a couple of verses here. Do you not know, have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. God is still in control. Even when things seem to be chaotic and and spinning, you know, you're still here and you're still taking a breath. So you still have a chance to make a difference in in the world. And you have a chance to draw closer to God every single day. And you have the opportunity. God gives you the opportunity every time that you open your eyes to see the wonder of the world even more. One of the things that I noticed this year that <clears throat> I have tried to take advantage of in the classroom, and I'm going to try and take more advantage of it in this coming semester, is there are a lot of places that have posted for free online uh, documentaries, museums, oh, yeah. um, geographic stuff, all sorts of wonderful educational things that you could do. And it doesn't have to be if you're a teacher or you're in school. Go out and tour the Louvre because it's free and it's online and you can just go and do it. Mm. Um, look at some of the the geography stuff that's out there. There's just wonderful things. We've watched some. There, there's a, I don't remember what it's called, but PBS has um, a series of documentaries with animals and they have a little robot animal that looks Is like the other animals. Robo animals? I don't know. No, but it's (laughs) something like that. But they make a little animal, animatronic, so it moves. That looks like the animal. And it has a camera in it, and it's usually in its eye. 
So when the other animals come up to look at it and talk to it, you get a, just a face-to-face view of these animals. Hmm. It is awesome. It it's is funny. Awesome. It is funny. But you know what? If you compare that to some junk entertainment, that's that's time well spent if you're yeah. going to spend time. But there are so many opportunities that did not exist last year mm-hmm. for you to see some of these things and experience some of these things. And, yes, you may not be able to to uh, fly to Paris and walk through the Louvre. But you probably weren't going to do that anyway. <laughs> but now you can go on and tour their collection and look at the master artworks there and some of the other things. I don't remember which museum I was looking at, but they had uh, medieval armor and arms. And oh, it's a virtual thing. tour where you can spin around in the room and... and Stop here and go there and do all these things on your own and look at things that I'll probably never get a chance to see in real life, but I can take my time and walk my way through it. And I think that's awesome. I think that's an awesome mm-hmm. thing. Ooh, I've got a lot of more quotes here. Okay, you can do one or two. Okay. Well, here's a great, uh, it's from Jehoshaphat, and he uh, it's a little quote from him in Second Chronicles 18.4, and it's a it's something we all should listen to. Then Jehoshaphat said, But before you do anything, ask God for guidance. Now there's backstory to that quote, but actually you can take that quote out of context and apply it to all our lives. No matter what you're going to do, first ask God for guidance. And that would be, you know, it doesn't have to be a lengthy prayer. Just say, hey God, what should I do here? And then give yourself a pause. And he might lead you. Well, he will if you're really open. Now here's one. Proverbs 30, 5, and 6. The believer replied, Every promise of God proves true. He protects everyone who runs to him for help. So don't second-guess him. He might take you to task and show your lies. And then I wrote underneath it, We believe or we don't believe. Believe God wholly no matter what. Um, okay. Oh, can I do just do these? Right. And then I'll quit. Okay. Proverbs fourteen thirty two b says, The integrity of good people creates a safe place for living. And Eugene Peterson wrote, one of the characteristics of a wise person is a calm approach to life. What do you think of that? Hmm. I really think when we... Oh, can I tell about that young man I saw who smiled at me? Yeah. In Faith? Yeah. Okay, Faith is a a town off the reservation, west of the reservation. Just... On 212. Just a little bit west of Dupree. Next town west of Dupree, so... Great, Probably nice, about 40 miles from us. Nice town. Great place to live. It is like the rest of central South Dakota here. Kind of isolated, so it's self-reliant. It yeah, has it its grocery store and lumber yard and all sorts of, of all the businesses necessary mm-hmm. to operate. Well, anyway, here's my little story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was coming back from the hills for something. I don't know. It's probably medical. But I stopped there at the gas station to get out, of course, use the bathroom. I'm 52, and I need to use it frequently, and probably get a drink or whatever. I think you were on the way back from bringing stuff out to me when I was in the hospital. That's what I was doing. Yes. So okay. it was not that long ago. I no. was dropping stuff off at Shannon's because he couldn't leave, and he was at the ICU. So I stopped at this gas station, and I got out, and this young man, high school kid, I'm sure, I don't know how old, but he smiled at me, and I said, and I smiled back at him, and I said, "Hi." That was it. That was our whole interchange. And then I went into the grocery or the gas station. 
But it really touched my heart. And the reason it touched my heart, it wasn't necessarily his smile, which was a nice open smile, but it was his whole countenance. It was just he had this open, honest face that just that just blessed me. And, and I really think that sometimes we forget the power of just living on this earth and living for Jesus. Because where we go, Jesus is. And I don't know if this young man knew Jesus. I wouldn't be surprised because he just he just had this wholesome look about him. And he really was genuine when he smiled at me. We smiled the big smiles with the teeth. You know, that's the kind of, kind of smiles I like. And th- there is power just being calm, going about life and letting God lead and not getting caught up in drama or not being fearful. It's amazing. And that that concept is something that was affected this year too, and I think we have to to take that in and, and realize the value of something as simple as a smile, facial recognition with other people looking them in the eye, because now so many places you go now everybody's wearing a mask. You may not even recognize people that you know because of of the mask and all that other stuff going on, but. Smiling at a stranger is impossible unless you use your words. And you can use your words to smile as well. Don't be afraid to say something to someone, say hello to someone. You know, it, it's, a, it's a simple kindness, and it's something that is very powerful, but we've kind of lost it because of the masking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will stuff. say... It does affect us. If you, if you smile big and it reaches your eyes, mm-hmm. that means you have to have a genuine smile. Then they can tell you're smiling. But it's kind not of. the same. Yeah, it's was, not the same. I uh, saw on PBS, they had a, on their news, they had a little clip about a young lady who was starting a, an app. Apparently, it's a great time to start a new business, supposedly. Um, but she is deaf, has been deaf from birth. She can speak. She went through a lot of a lot of uh, oh, no. speech classes, but she is deaf, but she reads lips. And she said, this has been super hard on her. It's, she said, it's bad enough if I'm in a crowd and somebody has tapped me on the shoulder so I can see who's speaking next and turn my head. But she said, now um, it's almost impossible. So she actually developed an app where if you have the app open on your phone, it will transcribe what people are saying into words. So you can have oh. your phone out there and see what the person behind the mask is saying. And I oh, thought, wow. Well, that's, that's an innovative thing. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what we're doing here. We're going to have a little bit of a reset. Like Jane said, I don't think we're going to be back to exactly what we were. Every time something like this happens, major, major changes come on, we take them in stride and we roll. Um, September 11th, with all the with the terrorist events, we had major changes in security and um you know the kids don't believe me that you used to be able to go to mexico and canada without a passport just a driver's license <laughs> and that you didn't have to do anything but take the change out of your pocket when you went to the airport and now you it's, know everything else happens but we've gotten to the point where we accept that and we mm-hmm. we drive on and and that's just life now mm-hmm. and some things are going to change that way too but there are some things that don't change too and I'm going to finish today, tonight with this with another piece of oh, so uh, that means I'm not going to say Isaiah else. 40. No, well, you can say something else, but I'm just <laughs> I'm going to read out of Isaiah 40 again. Okay. I'm going to start in verse 28 and finish it. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Mm-hmm. The Lord is the everlasting God, the Creator of the ends of the earth. 
He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So that's, I'm going to end on that simply because I see that as uh, a promise from God there, and it's a dividing line. It says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And we need a renewal of strength right now in our country, in our society, and everything that's going on around us. We need to take a deep breath and, and maybe start over. So as we go into 2021, I just, I just pray that God blesses you in health, in finances, in your spiritual life, in your physical life, in your emotional life. But reach out and make connections. Yeah. Find a way to, to be a difference in someone else's life. It's an amazing thing that God allows us to do when we communicate with other human beings. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more plug. And I have another podcast that you can listen to, The Greenbrook Preacher. It's now on. Oh. And it's been on, but now it's actually we can keep yeah. a bunch of them on. What, so. one, of, one of the things that happened this year that, that has changed us a little bit is when we first were basically shutting down our church when the pandemic first started, um, we started recording sermons and putting them up on Facebook. Even if we weren't in church, I was putting something up. Since then, we are back in church, but we are also recording that and putting it up. And recording live. We record it live, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, not uncommon for us to have a couple hundred people that aren't sitting in the church that are watching the sermons. Mm-hmm. And Jane takes the same thing and, and turns it into a, a podcast so you can get the auditory version in a podcast under uh, Greenbrook Preacher. So yeah. if you're interested in that, it's on uh, YouTube as well, I believe, mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. Greenbrook yep. Preacher. So yep. Greenbrook Preacher simply because if, if you're ever around horses, a Greenbrook horse is one that has a little knowledge but not enough <laughs> that you never know exactly what's going to happen next. And I kind of take that on myself. As a pastor, I think I'm kind of Greenbrook. I'm still working at this. I'm not real good at it. You never know you what I'm going to do too. next. So You're incredible. Great right. preacher. You yeah, should listen. Yeah. Okay. That's hey. my wife talking. Take that in. No, take no, that no. That's one worth. of your uh, pastor people. What do we call them? One of your sheep. Okay. So, Happy New Year. The next time we record, most likely, we'll be in 2021. And Jesus loves you, and so do we. Bye. God bless. God bless.